When it comes to claims made malpractice insurance, there are some nuances with this policy type that can make it a bit more complicated to understand. One of the most distinctive characteristics of this type of coverage is how it starts at a low premium and then increases in price every year for five years. And if you weren't made aware of this when you first bought the policy, it can be incredibly frustrating to see your rate go up year over year. But why does it do that? And what can you do to make sure that you don't get caught off guard with this in your policy? Well, today we're going to talk all about claims made step factors, what they are, how the underwriter prices them, and how you can be one step ahead when it comes to your malpractice coverage. Stay tuned. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. All right, let's jump in. The most common type of malpractice insurance in the marketplace today is claims made coverage. It's the most widely available policy type, and it offers insured providers a number of benefits, such as a lower initial price point, the ability to transfer coverage from one carrier to the next, and the opportunity to earn free tail insurance at retirement. But one of the most confusing and often frustrating aspects of the claims made policy is how the rate increases particularly in the first few years of coverage. So why does that happen? Well, it all comes down to the step factors. To start, let's do a quick refresher on how claims made malpractice insurance works. Claims made coverage triggers based on when a claim is made against a provider. As long as the incident occurred during the coverage period and an active policy is still in place, the doctor will be covered for the incident. So here's what that would look like. A doctor will buy a claims made policy day one and renew the coverage every year until the time comes when she needs to cancel. But once she cancels the insurance, she's not done. A claims made policy is really two policies in one. You have to carry the insurance while you're actively practicing and then after you cancel it, you have to get a second policy. And this is called tail insurance. Your tail starts at your cancellation date and then it extends your coverage into the future for any claims that may be made against you for services that you rendered all the way back to your policy retroactive date. Your retroactive date is the initial inception date of the claims made policy. So if you bought a claims made malpractice insurance policy for the very first time on July 1st, 2022, then the retroactive date for your coverage is July 1st, 2022. As you renew that insurance policy year over year, the retroactive date stays the same, even though the policy period is moving forward. So at your renewal, the new coverage period will be July 1st, 2023 to July 1st, 2024, with that same retroactive coverage date all the way back to July 1st of 22. 
At the next renewal, the coverage period moves on again. Now we're at July 1, 2024 to July 1, 2025, with retroactive coverage still back to July 1, 2022. Okay, so what exactly does this mean? Well, it means that the insurance policy will cover you for any claims made against you in the current active policy period for the patients that you've treated all the way back to that initial retroactive date. As you continue to renew your malpractice coverage year over year, the retroactive date will remain the same. So let's say that now you want to switch insurance carriers. Well, even if you move to a new insurance carrier, you can request that that new company continue this uninterrupted protection by requesting a claims-made policy that includes prior acts coverage. When you make the change to the new insurance company, they will use this same retroactive date on their policy, and then the new carrier will assume any liability for claims that may be made against you going forward for the services that you've rendered all the way back to that initial retro date. Prior acts simply refers to covering your prior activities that were once insured by another company. Prior acts only affects claims made policies. Occurrence coverage does not need prior acts coverage because of the nature of that insurance. They are triggered based on the occurrence date, so the insurance company that covered you at the time of the alleged incident is the company that will cover the claim. So there's no need for prior acts protection on the occurrence form. Okay, so what about these step factors? Well, if you remember back to our discussion of claims made versus occurrence, which we'll link for you here in the show notes, occurrence coverage is a little more expensive on an annual basis but the rate is very stable. You'll essentially pay the same price every year for the duration of your policy period. The occurrence policy does not require tail insurance. So while you're paying a little bit more on an annual basis, you don't have to worry about tail at the end. Claims made coverage, on the other hand, starts low, but then increases in price every year for about five years until it reaches the mature price. Because both the incident and the claim have to be filed during the coverage period, insurance companies have very little risk of loss the very first year that you have a policy in force. That's why your first year premium for claims made coverage is so much lower. Each year that the policy renews, the coverage period expands and the insurance company's exposure to loss increases. So the rate begins to go up step by step. Once the policy reaches year five, the risk of loss levels off and the policy reaches a mature claims made rate. Claims made rates are based on the number of years that you've carried the insurance since the initial inception date or retroactive date. So let's look at this in a table format to make things a little bit easier. So for the first year of coverage, the policy runs from July 1st, 2022 to July 1st, 2023 and the retroactive date is July 1st, 22. The price for this first year of coverage is $6,235. The second year, the coverage dates move on to July 1st, 23 to July 1st, 24, with that same retroactive date of July 1st, 2022. So we are one year past the inception date. The price for this year is $12,469. 
The third year, the coverage dates move on again to July 1st, 24 to July 1st, 25, with the same retroactive date. So now we are two years past the inception date, and the price for this year is $16,367. The fourth year, the coverage dates move on again to July 1st, 2025 to July 1st, 2026. Same retro date, so now we are three years past the inception date, and the price for this year is $17,925. And the fifth year, the coverage dates are July 1st, 2026 to July 1st, 2027. Same retro date, and now we are four years past the inception date. The price for this mature policy is $19,484. So if you switch your insurance to a new carrier and you keep the same retroactive date, the math works out the same. They will price your coverage based on the number of years since the retroactive date, since they are picking up your prior acts and assuming the liability for you. If you happen to switch midterm or on a date that doesn't exactly align with your retroactive day and month, the new insurance carrier will prorate the price, essentially blending the rate between the years, depending on how much coverage they're picking up. So let's do some examples. Let's say that your policy has a retroactive date of January 1st, 2001, and you switch to a new carrier effective March 1st, 2023. What will your rate be? Well, they will charge you the fifth year rate, which is the mature price for the policy. It doesn't cost you any more than it normally would because after the five years, the premium is considered stable. And so it's the same risk to them as it was to your prior carrier. Here's another example. Let's say that your policy has a retroactive date of February 5th, 2021, and you switch to a new carrier effective July 1st, 2023. What will your rate be? Well, let's go back again to our grid. If we look at the initial coverage, the policy dates would have been February 5th, 2021 to February 5th, 2022 for year one. February 5th, 22 to 23 for year two, February 5th, 23 to 24 for year three. And now you're switching effective July 1st, 2023, which falls in the middle of year three. So the new carrier will prorate the price and charge you a premium that is between the year two rate and the year three rate. Make sense? So when it comes to prior acts or nose coverage, it doesn't cost you any more than a normal policy would. The new carrier simply picks up the same retroactive date and charges you the equivalent price according to their rates. When you're shopping around for malpractice insurance, it is incredibly important that you have your agent price out all your claims made policies through all of the step factor progressions so that you can see how your rate will change in the first few years. I often talk to doctors who were not informed of these step factors in their policies and it can be super frustrating when you see your rate continue to go up year over year. My advice to you is to make sure that you're comparing both claims made and occurrence policies and be sure to ask for the rates all the way through your claims made step factor maturity. If you have any questions on this topic or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today.
And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. And don't forget that our mailbag link is now live on our website. So if you have a question that you'd like me to answer here on the podcast, check out the link below where you can drop us a line and ask your question or schedule a quick 10 minute phone call for a personal consultation to discuss your unique insurance needs. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.